0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Reclaim Your Voice podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the unseen, unheard, and underrepresented. I'm your host, Leslie Liu, trauma-informed self-defense coach, international best-selling author and speaker, and founder of Reclaiming Your Courage. Each episode is an unfiltered celebration of speaking from the heart, having fun, and celebrating the diversity of thought and stories from traditionally marginalized folks. All right. So we're back again, and at the end of the last time Jeff was here, I think both of our wheels got really, really spinning, because you mentioned Andrew Tate, and my fucking blood started boiling, Mm -hmm. and because, like, I literally said at the moment you said it's dangerous, it was my visceral response of, like, it's actually dangerous that this guy is grooming a whole like army of young men yeah like condoning violence against women how to manipulate them um i i felt like we just had more than one episode so thank you for like just bringing it up because i think that we are in hard times of of very dangerous aspects. There's this hopeful piece that we can come together mm-hmm. and build communities. But there is a very real threat and danger. So I wanted you to be able to like elaborate more on your last point. Yeah.
1: And and I started writing an article about this because I was just like, well, how far down the incel rabbit hole is it? Right. And I just started looking at stuff like that. There's like the Fresh and Fit podcast where this guy brings t- 10 Influencer models on there, and then he just berates them the whole time, right? You know, and people take clips of that. There's Andrew Tate, who created a whole university, a university in quotes, by the way, right? He has his online workshop and he targets high school kids. That's specifically what he does, right? My nephews have quoted that dude, right? I've had to call my nephews out on this stuff, right? There's so many small YouTube channels of men um, being like, we got to be it for the boys. We got to look out for the boys. We got to watch out for each other because the reality is it's like with more women graduating university than men, right? With more women getting, you know, in positions of power that threaten men, however they feel threatened anyway, right? Um, That's scaring a lot of dudes and they're looking for leaders that are gonna speak up for the boys. And then these toxic dudes, like a Andrew Tate, like a Joe Rogan, like um, oh, what's this? Uh Jordan Peterson. Oh my gosh, right? Perfect. He's like the the OG toxic dude, right? All speaking up for these men because they don't think anyone's speaking up for them. And then they run to these guys because they give them really easy solutions. It's not you guy it's not that you need to become more empathetic and more compassionate and more respectful towards women the problem is women the problem is they are making you feel bad when you are just feeling like you're 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 not allowed to be a man anymore right like that is the propaganda being pushed but underneath that right a lot of men are gravitating or a lot of also young boys are gravitating towards this because they are feeling really insecure and they don't know how to tap into their feelings. Right. They don't know how they don't know what they should do outside of being a provider or being a protector or being like, they're just trying to figure out what it even means to be a man in this day and age. And they're struggling with that. And that's where you see um, either men violently, doing outbursts or frankly taking their own life because they are processing this and not realizing not not knowing how to process it well and they're not going to therapy which they should
0: not healthy outlets the propaganda like and it stems from fear yeah right and how it manifests is different and when we talk about mental health for men i think about most recently JV and if you're in the Bay area you know who JV was someone struggling with a chronic illness and I I remember thinking like what what could we do to show men more care in circumstances where their tendency might be to retreat Mm. and isolate um And how can we have conversations around really, really going towards men when they're experiencing uncomfortable conversations? So I think about JV. I think about Twitch, Mm -hmm. who seemingly had everything and a purpose, right? Like three or four kids, a Mm -hmm. wife, Mm Dane. And then I think about the Monterey Park shootings, right? Mm -hmm. Because those shooters look like my uncle. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then the Half Moon Bay shootings and people were focused on the outcome and what was done. And I was looking at it more like, well, this just kind of raises problems in our society of men not having enough like access to spaces where they can talk about. Yeah. Things that they're struggling with, with the Asian men, older men, it made sense. Right. Because culturally they're kind of brought up to be the provider no matter what that the more you endure the more strength you'll you'll have but to me those were the clear indications like these men are hurting and they felt the need to commit these violent acts i don't know what twitch's struggles what you know were right. but just the deep sadness i felt that he was loved by so many people and what what could we do more to be allies to men is really what the focus of this episode is like for men yeah. that are hurting how how can we show up more and and for me i feel like it starts with the basics of like asking more right cuz i know like with my dad or other male figures in my life every time i'm like are you okay or you know what's going on and they're like it's fine i never really went towards them any more than that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also hard because it's like, well, we got to be there more for men. Well, let me ask them how they feel. They're not going to tell you how they feel. They don't even know how they feel. Right. Like, you know, so I think it's I think it's a combination. I mean, there's a short term and long term, right? Long term is we need more examples of healthy masculine men expressing their emotions. Right. I'm trying to do that more the more that other men can do that towards each other. I think that would help tremendously um, to provide outlets, you know, and also celebrating men that are healthy, masculine, rather than celebrating the toxic ones, because I feel like a lot of times the ones in the media that are celebrated are the toxic ones. That's another reason why men rush to these toxic dudes, because they're like, look how much power Elon Musk has. He has a gun at his bedside. Maybe I should have a gun at my bedside, right? Uh, but then there's like, I try to think of like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, there was Twitch. There was the guy from the power Rangers who also took his life recently. You know, there's, there's a bigger story about challenging the, the lie of patriarchy, right? Like that. I think there's a lot of men that have bought into if I get, if I get built if I get uh, enough money, if I get enough, I get enough of all this stuff, then I'll be happy. And then when they arrive and they don't have that, then it's extremely disappointing. Right. You know, um, in the case of the guy that was the power Rangers guy, you know, he was slowly was having to going to have to retire. So his purpose was kind of gone. So he was like, well, what's next, you know? And and being able to hold space for someone that has always been in the limelight. Like, I don't know, man, there's there's like watching dudes try to process the fact that that provider is not the only purpose sometimes anymore. It causes some men to just like almost have their brains explode because they're like, what do you mean? Like, this is what I've been told my whole life. And now you're telling me something differently. Like, I'm not going to. This is what my dad told me. I just needed to make money. And then if I made money, you know, women would gravitate towards me. And that's not happening. And I'm pissed off. Right. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, you need you need to cultivate more emotional intelligence. Well, what does that mean? How do I win that? Well, you can't win that, man. Like, like, ah, it's more complicated than that. And it's more complicated than just asking guys like, how are you doing? Because they're not going to say that. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But it definitely is having more conversations and more dialogue and providing spaces where men can share their emotions. But how? That's a conundrum.
0: It is. And like. I still don't know what the answer is, but I know certainly for me in the last couple of years with everything going on since the pandemic, I have just in the one micro action I have done with guy friends of mine that I have known most of my life is and it was in the beginning, probably weird for them. But I'm like, every time I get off the phone with them, I'm like, hey, bro, it's so good to hear from you. Like, I love you.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: I like I love you, bro. Like time is because like we were we were showing up to so many funerals and things like that. Like being able to share memories felt like and reminiscing about things like felt like a good like to be nostalgic about things from the 80s and 90s felt good. But like I I had to like deprogram myself because I do that with my my women friends. But like, like, well, why am I not doing it? For my guy friends, and it was this weird mindfuckery of like, well, he didn't say it first. He's my guy yeah. friend, but like, I literally had to say, "Bro, I love you. I don't want your last memory of me to 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 not be this." Yeah, and it was like it's weird at first, and now it's a pr- it's a practice with some well, of my a- closest
1: guy friends. Well, that's great because then you're like slowly. Dipping, helping them dip their toe into their emotions a little bit more. I mean, I remember I was at a, uh, this retreat, this woo woo retreat that was probably 95% women, but there were 20 guys there, you know. Um, uh, and they, we had a men's circle, right? And I remember, you know, we're all sharing, we're all talking, you know, and I remember this one guy who you would never think, like, you know, you're thinking, This dude's from Sacramento. This dude is like super conservative. Um, And he just, you know, he stood up and was just like, I really like this. I don't have anything like this when I go home. He was like, I want something like this, but there is nothing like this where I am at. Right. Most you know, most of his friends are, you know, Republican by, you know, history passed down and they mostly watch football and, you know, and get drunk on the weekend. So he doesn't have that outlet. Like this is the one time in which this men's circle provides him that outlet. I wonder where that guy is now. I wonder where if he was able to find other spaces for that, right. You know, maybe that's partly creating other spaces that aren't just, you know, dude bro spaces. Um, I think you play a really important role maybe a lot of other women that have male friends that aren't tapped into their emotions can also help them because one-on-one, they're probably going to be more likely to share something with you than share something with a group of guys. Right. Like, yeah, that's just, yeah. So I, I,
0: I feel like we have to try because in the few times that I have um, had guy friends be very depressed. And when I say depressed, like, actually thinking about things yeah yeah right like and talking to them about it after the fact they're in healthier spaces now but me just being like hey bro you know like hey i could be wrong but i just want to double check on something like are you all right and like me practicing being able to say like hey like who who are you hanging out with these days and they might give a name or whatever and like i'm like okay well how how so and so doing Usually when I ask men like, hey, like, who are you hanging out with? And they're like, no one, no one. And I'm like, no one. That's where I feel like that's the opportunity to really mm-hmm. encourage them. Like, oh, you used to have so much. I just kind of feel like nostalgia is a good thing to like talk to men about. Yeah, like, you, you love that's how
1: that's how we bond. A lot of times we either are doing an event or we're talking about that event from way back when.
0: Sure, it's like Al Bundy syndrome, right? I'm like, you're yeah. still talking about that one still play. Still talking about that football, yep.
1: Still that talking one about one play. Okay. Yep.
0: But what I'm noticing now in the last couple of years with men that I'm friends with, I'm like, when depression hits, they aren't seeing their guy friends as much. No. And I'm like, hey, well, or they want to forge new friendships because maybe they have grown and they realize that their current guy circle just isn't it for them and so i think talking about male friendships is a thing right where they're yeah. like because i i'm like hey like you want to hang out with this guy that you just met like why don't you just like ask him to hang out right that's
1: but super like, weird for a lot of so, for a lot of straight so men weird. that sounds super like, weird why? for them.
0: Yep. why is that weird
1: because you're because because the perception is and again i'm speaking from the straight male perspective, right? Yeah. He's like, well, that sounds that sounds like I like him and I'm not gay. Like, heaven forbid that I like this guy, but not in that way. I mean, the fact there's still dudes that still say s- stupid crap, like no homo and things like that when they're like hugging a guy. Right. Like they still have to because they're so worried about the perception. Um. And I'm just thinking, like a lot of it's it's ironic, right? Like Michael Phelps won more medals than anyone in history and went into depression right afterwards. Yet, so many dudes are constantly looking for purpose as what that's what's going to bring them happiness. And what happens is when they don't achieve what they thought they were going to achieve, or they're not as popular or not as sought after by women or whatever valuable thing, or don't have as much money as everyone else. Then they start to question like, what is my purpose? Why am I, what am I doing on this earth? Because I've been sold this story that I was supposed to be at the top of the patriarchy and I'm not, or maybe I am at the top and it's still depressing. So I'm like, what what am I supposed to do um yeah
0: yeah and that's where I'm saying is like that's what I've noticed as a symptom in guy friends that I've seen struggling through hard things through grief through other things is usually when they kind of pull back and they're not hanging around Mm -hmm. the usual folks and the peeps that's where I feel like outside looking in is like okay well I care about this person and I love them and I am going to go towards them and be like, well, why aren't you playing basketball? You love basketball. Yeah. Right. Or let's go play. I like, I don't like the snow, but if my friend like, likes to snowboard, I'm like, I'm the person who's like, yeah, let's go to, I mean, I, I, I hate the snow. (laughs) So that's how you know. Let's be
1: clear. Let's be clear.
0: clear. I don't like being cold But because I know they love it I will Mm -hmm. probably as an act of love be like attach it to an activity like yeah cool like let's go snowboarding or skiing and that's just and I'm not saying like I don't know if that's the way but I'm just saying like okay if you are an ally to a male in your life who's not a partner or romantic interest I think my point I'm trying to drive is like you know them well enough maybe sometimes to the point where they don't know it And if you see a symptom of something that's a little bit like not like them to go towards them and yeah, and just um, probe and go towards and I've never not I've never experienced someone like be hella mad or not like me like checking in on them, even if they're Mm -hmm. a male that doesn't talk about their feelings that much
1: right. Like, I I think of it this way, like on, on the flip side, what men need to do more if as one way, I think they could be more male allies towards women is how they talk about women. Right. Like, especially if you're sleeping with women, like how what language are you using? You know, are you hitting that? Are you crushing it? Do you you know did you cop that like be careful of that language because that's super disrespectful and it also makes them an object rather than a human being right like all this language is you know scary and dangerous right but then on the flip side for women i think women can also be careful and also not to like call out a man went around manhood stuff, right? Like there's a lot of men that are sensitive about that stuff, even though you're not. And I, I wouldn't care. A lot of men do. And I don't know what the phrases are, whatever it is, but that can trigger for a lot of guys who are like trying to figure out their identity and truly don't understand, you know, they just don't want to feel stupid. They just don't want to look stupid. Um, And yeah. That's, that's a
0: really great point. And I think that an offering that I would give for women of language that's damaging, and that you probably I would encourage you not to say to a man who is struggling, who's a little bit lost, right, who is like, playing video games for two days straight, or Mm. needs to like, be on the low and eat their cookies or whatever Mm -hmm. they need to do is, if you are frustrated and upset, because you're not getting the response that you want to not use the language of uh, be a man yeah that is like the worst threatening language I feel like when I hear about like girlfriends with like like spouses and stuff like that I'm like I mean this you have to remember that person you love is in pain is suffering in some regard like I just think that that is psychological warfare I just don't think that I want to do
1: like, well, you're you're using toxic masculinity to attack toxic masculinity like you're throwing fire on fire like it's not it's not helpful. And maybe you're super frustrated. Maybe that person has not got off the couch for like two or three days, right, and are depressed and you want to call them out. You should be able to call them out and also be respectful, you know, and not attack like, you know the, the, I don't know, the small amounts of manhood they still have left, right? Like, like, and that's, I don't know, it's tough, right? Because you want to hold these dudes accountable. Um, You want them to make sure that they are starting to cultivate more emotional intelligence. I don't even like that terminology because it's basically like, just be more human, dude. Like, be more compassionate and empathetic. But if they didn't have many good models, then they don't know what that even looks like, right? So, I mean, I remember I made this video a long time ago where is this dude and he's literally showing his bank account to this woman and that's what he thinks is going to work. He's literally showing his $87,000 in his savings account to this woman. First of all, I'm like, that doesn't sound really smart, dude. Like you should be investing in like other things. It shouldn't all be sitting in your savings account. But let alone that, what are you doing? And she's just like, I'm not impressed by that. Like, I'm not impressed by money. And his response to her is, what's wrong with you? Women are impressed by this. Women want this. Something's wrong with you, not with me. And you could just see his confusion because like, He's been lied to this whole time by other men, right? But he's been lied to by the patriarchy saying this is all he needed to do. And now his brain is exploding because he's like, this is not working. And I've been working so hard on this and nothing else, nothing else. (laughs) So I don't think someone should have compassion for that guy at that moment. I think you just set your boundaries and be like, dude, you're not impressed by that, you know, Uh, you need to work on yourself, maybe go to some therapy, but that's what a lot of guys are doing right now. They don't know what to do. They don't know other ways in which to connect. And if they have, you know, friends that identify as women, you know, um, that can help them through that, um, or even other men, right? Straight or, you know, or gay or however, or trans, however you identify, that are helping them to process those emotions and be like, "This is how I would speak to women, sir." Um, because a lot of guys right now are just asking other straight guy friends and getting horrible advice.
0: Yeah, which which I think is depicts the need to build more communities for men that are not centered around. Ah, we're going to fight in the cage or we're going to like groom
1: um... well not centered around hierarchy not centered around winning like if you think of most male spaces it's all about winning and if you remove that then they're like well what's the purpose of playing because you just want to enjoy having fun man but you see guys on the basketball court that are like diving for loose balls. And you're like, this is a pickup game, dude. Like, why are you so into it? It's because this is the only place where this guy is winning. And this is the only place where he has purpose and where he's, you know, or why are so many men now going to the gym, right? It's the only place where they see results, They lift and then their muscles are bigger. So then they feel better about themselves, right? I'm not knocking the gym like, you know, my nephews go there. That's where they find their confidence. But is there more than that? Like, what's behind that? How are you actually cultivating, you know, your muscle EQ as well as just physically what you look like? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I love I love these continued talks that we're having as we're. What's one thing you would like to say to someone who wants to be an ally to a man who might be struggling through some strong emotions? Like what, what would you, what advice would you like to offer?
1: If there's someone that is like a friend of yours, right? You feel safe being around that person, then I would just start inviting them to things. Not where it's like pressure to talk because maybe they don't want to talk. Maybe they just want to be around other people. Right. And eventually they might get more comfortable to share with you, but just providing them options because it's their choice of like joining. Right. Um, And then keep offering, even if they're saying no over and over again, because just like anyone else that's going through depression, they feel as if they have to do it all alone. And the more you communicate in a variety of ways through your actions, because a lot of, you know, men speak through action. right? through action as well as words is communicating that they are not alone that's like the best thing you can do for them in my opinion I
0: love that of advice all right well i could talk to you probably for 48 hours straight but um jeff it's a pleasure to be your friend and to and to have your allyship and um to continue to have you on the show
1: well thanks so much for having me And I hope this was helpful.
0: If you are liking what you're hearing on this podcast and you are craving more connection, I'm personally inviting you into my Woman Warrior community. This is a community where all women are welcome. We will be silenced no more. And this is a space for you to explore what it means to find your voice, build genuine connections with others who aren't trying to fake the funk. If you want to embrace who you are and stand in your power to learn how to make personal safety practical and simple, and simply just continuing to hear diverse voices. See you there.